Thank you for joining Friends of Friends. My name is Abby, and if you're here, I'm glad you're here. Today, we're going to do an anger episode. This is the fifth episode, and today I'm going to correlate what emotions lead you to anger. I haven't even thought about the title of this episode yet, but these are cool correlations you can make if you are about to have an anger tantrum or whatever, um, because that's kind of what it is. You know, you really can control it. We lose our temper and it's just um, many people do that. Many people allow their feelings, especially now, and you can see it a lot in social media, but a lot of people allow their feelings to get the best of them and sometimes, you know, even get them to black out and say things that are completely uh, out of line, irrational, completely aggressive. And so to tone that down, I'm going to give you guys the tip of the emotional wheel. There's a wheel of emotions. Uh, It's a diagram that a lot of uh, specialists use. I just have learned about it recently to try to understand what sort of feelings are connected to... um, more basic, well-known feelings. So for example, the emotional wheel will call out, you know, any emotion from these seven. So it'll be happy, surprise, negative, afraid, angry, disgust, or sadness. And then there's, you know, from those options, because I'm looking at my notes, so bear with me, but uh, from these options, then let's say that you are surprised Well, you got surprised, you got to that point because somehow you got startled, somehow you're confused and there's now a new uh, result that you were not prepared for. Somehow you're amazed or you're excited. So some of those feelings get you too surprised. (laughs) This is is easier to understand when you're looking at it from a a quick, easy one, which is again, surprised. Uh, Another sort of subset of emotions that'll get you too surprised can be shocked, dismayed, disillusioned, perplexed, astonished, in awe, in anger, or energetic. So any of those things can get you to a surprise state. Being surprised quantifies and is probably not limited to these feelings. So anything from startled, confused, amazed, shocked, energetic, you are a one surprised person. But there are also these things for these other feelings that we struggle with, um, Most people don't say I struggle with surprise because most people want a surprise party. Uh, If you don't, like I might not, um, because I think it's just awkward and it puts me in a really weird state and I really like don't understand it. Um, Like when people sing to me at a restaurant, I just sort of look at the table and then I go, oh, uh, uh, the people around me are doing this because they care about me. It's not that they want to destroy this moment for me I okay so when I'm aware that this singing in public is actually not trying to attack me um and when I check myself and go oh I should be thankful for this this is actually not terrible I should be appreciative that they thought about me um I look at the people around me and I go hey well thank you so much for doing this you are and you know you get over it but uh at first I you know, I sort of process it in that way where it's like, no, yeah. And every time it's happened, I'm not ready. I look 
And then, you know, the restaurant people don't even care. They do this all the time because I've actually worked at restaurants and they're just like, meh, meh, meh. you could be anyone, um, especially like on busy days. So it's just in your own perspective, right? Um, but it is kind to approach even those awkward situations with gratefulness and even just curiosity, like, oh, man. When did you even do this? Um, <clears throat> you know, versus taking it a whole different way. But again, this is surprise. And it's an easier uh, emotion to process if it's for a positive thing. Normally, we sort of associate it with positive. But if you're getting surprised for abuse, um, for negative things, it's not going to feel as good. That's why some of these feelings that lead to surprised are confused, perplexed, astonished. Um, if you're walking in the night and some belligerent person jumps in front of you, it's not a good experience of surprise, but it is still surprise. You're going to more say, well, I was in shock. <clears throat> so understanding how all of these feelings sort of connect will help you navigate your anger better. So again, surprise is not anger. And today is an episode about anger. So let's jump into anger. Many people might know that anger can come from very easy things in relationships somebody can be disloyal somebody can be insulting somebody can be um they say gaslighting somebody can dismiss you there's so many things in a relationship that actually happen so this is a reality right the reality is that relationships are difficult um and anger is going to happen however what kind of anger is going to happen is important to understand. We are conditioned to react, uh, and that's just the nature of the human. Um, and so with that, as we evaluate some of the data that's out there, kind of like I did, it helped me learn that even though anger is normal, the level of anger that I can get to is not normal, and there are ways of creating a discipline for that. There are... Also ways that, let's say, if I get upset about something, I don't have to, let's say, be berating or, you know, aggressive to those people around me. If I'm angry, I can actually recognize that I'm angry and go to a point, and that's the goal, right? Go to a point to be able to share with those people around us and say, I can't process this feeling right now, but I am very angry and I'm going to excuse myself. And hopefully you're in a healthy home where somebody in your home doesn't try to trigger you to, you know, sort of go back and forth at that time. But they're more so understanding of saying, yes, please take that time. And I am here for you to talk whenever you're ready. That's a healthy relationship. And so we can all have a very healthy relationship with anger, um, with a lot of different negative feelings, but it's just knowing what the boundaries are for a healthy environment versus a not healthy environment. And a lot of people prescribe a healthy environment with, you know, however a religion could be or a sort of set of expectations that you have to meet. Um, and that unfortunately may work for them, but it may cause a lot of judgment on those people that cannot meet those expectations so i'm here to explain the expectations that work for me uniquely and then maybe by the way that i search for my boundaries individually it'll help you to reach your own boundaries specifically um just because there's no like i said 
direct way of like finding out what helps you. And so understanding how you get to those emotions is more important than subscribing to, oh my gosh, I want to do this just like Kathy, Sue, Peter, John. I don't know, whoever your friends are. Uh, I'm just saying. Um, <clears throat> I don't have any friends with those names. I don't think. I don't know. And if I do right now, I can't think of names. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but okay. So angry. Uh, I was surprised to hear some of the things around anger, but it made sense when I really did think about it. So anger will come from letdowns, humiliations, bitterness, anger, will come from anger uh so being mad right just to be straight up upset uh being aggressive frustrated distance critical and you don't have to be this type of person these emotions have to be sort of existing in you so if somebody is being critical of you or they're humiliating you you will also feel anger so whether you are belittling someone belittling i think that's how you say it belittling someone or just making someone else feel humiliated or any of these other emotions criticizing distant frustrated aggressive bitter humiliated and let down so if you feel it down or are letting people down anger is going to be right around the corner for you so when they say things like oh karma's a bitch uh well let's say like right let's break down what karma is so you can say, this mean person, A, so this A person is the angry person, A, and B is, let's say, B, V for victim, so the victim, and A is the angry. So the angry person um, has no idea that they're doing this, right? And there's a thing called karma. However, we had bad habits um, as humans, and we just learn from them, and in those bad habits... Let's say you were a person who cheats in tests or cheats in relationships. Uh, if you cheat once, there's a likely chance that you're going to try to take that risk again. And it's not karma. Um, and it is karma. But it's just reality to understand that maybe this time you got away with it and the next time you may not. And that's all there's to that. Um, we can see it as karma because karma, the word itself, means you put on bad things to the world, you get bad things out, you put on good things, you get good things. And good things for us as humans are self-discipline, self-awareness, uh, empathy, mindfulness, um, and boundaries and communication. And so when we're not doing those things and we decide to just wing our whole life uh, by winging it and not understanding how our, maybe our distance, because distance also uh, leads to anger. Sometimes I think that maybe if I step away for a few hours, it's better. However, if I'm in a tense mood and let's say my boyfriend or my kids or anyone is out there and they're worried about me, um, I am in a family environment. I am here, and because I do know and I am in a safe environment, I am aware that they are not going to judge me. It's my responsibility sometime in the day to go up to them and say, you know, I've been really feeling under the weather. I'm really checking out today. Uh, I can't make dinner, but I'm going to order something or I'm going to work something out. 
but I don't feel good. And that's okay to say, because if you nip it in the bud, like right when you start feeling that distance and you want to withdraw, because it's fair, right? Um, your body's calling for self-care. Uh, when you catch it, you don't end up in anger or in negative situations or karma-related situations that, of course, you know, you're, you're starting to get tired, you don't take rest, you're bound to crash. So let's see other sort of sub-emotions from anger that may not be something that you think uh, are part of anger. One of them is betrayal, disrespect, ridiculed, indig indignant, violated, furious, jealous, provoked, hostile, infuriated, annoyed, withdrawn, numb, skeptical, and dismissive. And so while we're all entitled to feel furious and sometimes even entitled to feel jealous and provoked, we have the decision within ourselves to continue partaking in those situations that expose us to, you know, this jealousy, to be provoked. Uh, there are people in your life who are going to uh, have less awareness than you in making these decisions and having self-discipline. That does not make them a bad person. The reality is that, let's say if there's a bad relationship um, and the couple, the partners keep fighting or arguing, <clears throat> sit down and see. So just check with each other. What do you feel? No, well, I feel disrespected. That's okay, right? You can't get offended at actually that. But how we argue as people, we continue to talk in. You did this, or you did not do this, or you don't know what I'm saying. And instead of arguing with those things, it's very important to just say what you feel. Because in that, then that gives you sort of a category to work on. So let's say for, you know, for the conversation that might happen a lot, <clears throat> that in a relationship, you don't know what to have for dinner. And that's frustrating. And then you're both sitting there and you're both, you know, sort of indignant, maybe. Like, oh, well, maybe you think about it. I thought about it yesterday. Um, and you're a little bit dismissive. And then you get withdrawn. And then the thing is, is because we are allowing those negative feelings to take over us now, the hangriness is going to kick in. And you're dismissing that because you think that very moment the only thing that could matter is this is such an annoying situation and so instead of saying hey dude we can never figure out dinner this is annoying you both might agree uh obviously not every argument is about dinner but in this very simple argument about dinner um you could say hey uh why don't we write a list of things that we want to and, you know, there's great things out there like Pinterest, like Google, and whether you're a college student or whatever. If you use Google for the right things, you can find answers. However, we're so distracted and we have such lack of discipline, even mental thought discipline, that we don't, we don't keep reminders. We don't keep notes. We don't keep calendar events as much as we should. We have it all on our phone. And so when we fail to control our 
emotional discipline, a lot of our, our other physical goals may fall behind because we're not even actually addressing our own emotions. We're not taking care of those basic, I guess we're not dusting, I guess our dusting our emotional furniture, I guess. <laughs> uh, you have to, because if there's a little bit of resentment around, man, mm, I've been grilling this whole week and, you know, my roommates haven't been doing anything and maybe so-and-so just washes dishes but they don't even wash them right that little nuisance instead of saying instead of getting stuck on the what immediately immediately before you start feeling tension and resentment for that person or the thing that's impacting you you've got to say hey uh i keep getting frustrated about this issue we're getting into i don't know what the answer is but i'm frustrated with this i don't know how best to fix it and this is why it could be very suspenseful this is why this music is cool, actually, ironically. This is how anger is, right? Like you're feeling that tension and you're starting to talk to your source of tension. Because normally in a relationship or in a family, it could be somebody that just doesn't get you. And that's fine. So by realizing that, let's just think that no one's going to get us. The only way that they're going to get you is by saying, hey, you're making me furious. And they can say, bro, why? Because you are doing this. And that person should say, oh, well, I didn't mean to do that. Or hopefully in a healthy relationship, because none of us are. <laughs> and we're all learning, right? But let's say it's a utopia. This person can go, oh, well, while I was doing the thing that upsets you, I was actually trying to break out of the box and do something new for myself. I'm sorry that upsets you, but I do that because that's something I want to try. And the many conversations can go like that. There is one very big, 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 big... Uh, you know, issue. There are relationships and people cheat on each other and there's a whole forever war of this person's not loyal, da-da-da-da-da. But uh, there are many different options now, right? However, we limit ourselves to our social surroundings, to our family expectations, to our just human conditioning, how we were raised. And so when we realize that maybe we might like multiple people that's okay why is that not okay there's a group of polyamorous people who date multiple people and that's nothing to judge you're just in the wrong group of people that show love differently than you if you keep going into a monogamous relationship and don't understand that and some people find polyamory very strange it's a whole thing but anger comes from feeling sort of limited or feeling like you cannot. One of the things that I hear a lot from just venting to people in a salon that's years ago and even till now just talking to random coworkers, uh the constant is, you know, I'm I could be better. And why could we be better? Uh because we're not saying what's wrong now. And we don't know how to say what's wrong now because we try to treat people with a respect 
and that's a good thing, but we treat people as if they're not going to understand our vulnerability. And our vulnerability actually is like our main language. I feel sad. And even to the meanest person, um, they have felt sad too. But if you don't know how to communicate, they're not going to understand. And they're entitled to not want to understand you too. So that's also all right. That communication doesn't fix everything. Somebody can say, I don't want to listen to you. And I don't want to be a team with you. And I don't want to work with you. But that's how understanding our emotions will lead us to knowing that, you know, for me at least, I get uh, provoked when people hurt weaker people. Uh, That makes me angry and that's a good way of my anger uh, to come out. Uh, However, in other situations, let's say... um, as I always say, cleaning is my biggest bully. But I am provoked by somebody coming and telling me that I did something wrong in cleaning. Because to me, cleaning is not that serious. And I'm not trying to do perfect. I'm trying to just do maintenance. And so that could provoke me. However, because I know that about myself, I can say that I choose to ignore anything anyone says about cleaning anymore. Because I know in my heart how I'm going to treat it. And that's that. Till I die, I know that I'm going to clean at my own pace. My partner knows that and he doesn't care. And when I do clean, I am appreciated because I'm in a healthy relationship and family situation. And the goal is that everybody feels that if they try, that they're supported by those around them. And you're not going to be great at everything. And what you're good at, you should harness and champion that in a way that can be creatively moved into whatever actually um, can be thriving for your soul, for yourself, for the humans around you, for the community, anything. Uh, but it all starts with, you know, us knowing why we end up angry. If somebody makes us jealous, why are we jealous? And are we afraid that that person's going to leave us? Do we think that they don't love us? And if we do think that they don't love us, is there signs Or are we making those up? And if we're making those up, you can challenge that. Because a healthy relationship is going up to somebody and saying, hey, you know, I could be wrong. And, you know, I just have had personally, you know, difficult relationships. But lately I have been feeling jealous about, you know, whatever is happening. And that person can say, oh, well, how can I help you? I don't know how I'm making you jealous. Or they could have a negative reaction and then you can very healthily ask, hey, well, I think I, you know, either need to do something different or let's go to therapy or however you want to do it. But read what other people say and ask just curious questions. Hey, why do you think you're saying that you don't care if I get jealous? Or if somebody does care about you being jealous, you can very easily tell by them moving their attention to you and saying, hey, how can I help you? What can we do to remove this feeling from your heart? That's a healthy relationship. So anger comes from just not understanding those around us. And maybe accidentally by our human conditioning, by the way we were raised, by the way our parents behaved, the adults around us sort of created the world and how it works for us. But that's not the only world out there. And so it's our responsibility as independent humans of 
earth to really question if there's value in the way you handle your anger. If I handle my anger uh, to defend those who are lesser fortunate, yes. If I handle my anger to make other people feel scared, less afraid, check why you're doing that. Um, because maybe on accident you have felt those things before and you're accidentally just repeating them. So if people are afraid of being around you, if people are scared to talk to you, if people are intimidated of you know, saying the wrong thing around you, um, see if uh, there are ways that maybe accidentally you're not speaking to their emotions because emotions are our language. Uh, we don't all speak the same emotional language. Some of us need more physical affection. Some of us need more communication. Some of us need more alone time, like doing art stuff. Some of us could use just communication for sure. Every, 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 every human types from human communication, even if it's just from talking about nothing. So if you really think about it in the last seven days, have you looked someone in the eye if you're, you know, obviously being COVID respectful and maybe just doing it through a virtual meeting, but have you looked at someone and really talked to them about how you feel? I think starting that way in just a very vulnerable, vulnerable way, instead of saying, hey, how are you? You can just say, hey, uh, I have a bunch to talk about about my emotions, you know, learning all these things with the COVID, you know, what are we, what are we doing? And if they want to talk to you, good. If they don't, great. Move on to the next person and really find people that are in tune with your goals. That's okay too. Um, that's how you start learning what healthy relationships are and you can shift your life to be around more of those people or you can accept that there are people out there that are, that are going to make you negatively jealous because that exists and that's unfortunate and it's our own responsibility to define what those boundaries are going to be for us. So hopefully if you feel betrayed, it's because there were less fries in your McDonald's. Um, if you feel disrespected, it's only because uh, the dryer shrunk your sweater in a horrendous way and that you're ridiculed only because, you know, uh, you woke up and your drool was stuck to your sideburns in a gross way, uh, that you're angry and furious and jealous and everything of how many injustices have happened in the world right that we use our anger for those things and wonder what could i do to help uh but when you're angry and it changes attention of a room that's that's not adding value to yourself because you're closing up from healing and so when we learn these things about ourselves we heal and we allow more love into our life so hopefully this anger episode helped you love more uh about how anger could be used in cool ways and also how anger could be a source of just something very random and not knowing where it comes from can be very dangerous and it can lead you to upsetting situations. So just by learning some of these basics, you can really stop impacting the way that maybe you communicate with your family, with your peers. Uh, maybe today go out there and ask somebody, how do you feel today? Is there 
someone that means a lot to you? Is there something that means a lot to you right now? Anything you're doing really special? And that will bring out the conversation vulnerably of saying, yeah, man, lately I've been doing something really cool. Uh, lately I've been, you know, plucking my eyebrows entirely. It's insane or whatever, you know, but get to know each other and get to know those weird things about other people because that's what normalizes the fact that us humans are all just existing and that these expectations that we see on TV, on magazines, on social media, they're created by whatever, some sort of marketing thing or some sort of whatever. And you can create your own dynamics and uh, ways you socialize with those around you. So hopefully this helps and I will share the emotion wheel on the Instagram. This one comes from Calm. Um, And thank you for joining me today on our episode five of our anger season and friends of friends have a good rest of your day